0: That time again. Time for the Cowboy Roundtable. I'm your host, Jeff Fry. And let's get started and talk Wyoming Cowboy football. All right, all right, all right. There's the virtual studio audience, and welcome. the cowboy roundtable the last edition of 2019 we're calling this the post game or the post season i should say bowl game special edition of cowboy roundtable and to join us tonight we've got ian mcmacken the publisher of go io go hello ian
1: i'm doing well jeff how are you doing today
0: very good very good and we have jim and s down there in parker colorado hello jim
2: Hi, Jeff. Good evening from Parker, Colorado.
0: All right. Well, gentlemen, I want to thank you uh, for taking time out so we can talk a little bit about uh, Wyoming football in the last part of uh, 2019. Uh, On the agenda, we're going to have a guest appearance by uh, Kevin McKinney here in a little while. But we're also going to talk about the end of the season uh, and how that played out because we didn't have a podcast over those two last games. Then we're going to talk about, of course, the bowl game. Uh, I've got an interview with Levi Williams. I got an interview with Logan Wilson, and then we'll uh, we've got a a, a discussion. I. Taped yesterday with Doug Friesen about georgia state he 's gone through and uh, looked at their team and gave us a lot of details on that so uh, let's uh, let's start off um, let 's start off and talk a little bit about the uh, postseason or the last two games uh, uh, We had Air Force and who was just before Air Force just- Colorado State. Yeah, Colorado State. Okay, I should have known that. So that was a win and a loss in the um, the end of the season. Uh, uh, I guess that was a um, pretty good. I mean, we uh, what did we finish in the last four games? We had one win out of the last four.
1: Cowboys were one and three down the stretch. So. Lost to Boise, Utah State, very close games, and then, of course, a very good performance against Colorado State to win a very big game there. Then the Air Force game is just a tough one to watch.
0: Yeah, yeah, that was, they had our number on that one. Was that, do you think that was um, a case of uh, the team just being, you know, they knew they had the bowl game, or do you think that uh, it was just that Air Force was that much better?
1: Well, I think it was a combination of things. I think, first of all, you got to give Air Force a lot of credit. I do think they had really put one of their better football teams together in the last few years. Uh, they had their senior day. Um, the Cowboys had beaten them previously a couple of years in a row. I think Air Force was ready to play that game, and with our situation, with quarterback position, um, even though Levi did sh- show some buildings some plays that game, it was a very windy day out. It was cold. It was it was you know it's just one of those games, and Air Force I think was just ready to come out and play. And the Cowboys had some opportunities to. I think if they could have got a tie-in touchdown or something like that, I think they could have you know, played that thing down the stretch and had a chance to win it. But, you know, I just give Air Force a lot of credit, and the Cowboys were probably just coming out a
0: little bit more flat. Yeah, what do you think, Jim? Uh, did you get a chance to go to the game?
2: No, I didn't, Jeff. Um, you know, the weather was just horrible. You know, it certainly was up in Wyoming and even down here in Colorado to try to get out on the road was very difficult. But it seemed like the rotating quarterback situation that worked so well against CSU, just didn't seem like it clicked with the Air Force game. You know, it just seemed when we would insert Levi Williams at the CSU game, it worked. And we just never got in the correct uh, gear at the Air Force game for uh, Tyler Vanderwall and Levi. And it seemed like the substituting of one out for the other just didn't seem to work very well.
0: Well, I tell you, after we uh, talk to uh, uh, Kevin here in a little bit, uh, I'll play that interview I had with uh, Levi earlier this week and uh, uh, ask him about his. I ask him about his uh, feelings uh, getting to play two games and preparing for the bowl game. So uh, that'll be interesting. Uh, well, I guess uh, you know uh, seven and five. That was an improvement over the year before, and we got ourselves a bowl game. So I would count this uh, uh, season as a a success, not an overwhelming success, but a success. How about you guys?
1: I would consider it a success. I think coming into the season, I I said the Cowboys minimum needed being in a bowl game and seven wins, and they have a chance to get eight wins. And the reason for that was I think it just – continues the momentum of the program and being that the th- the football team is a pretty young football program or team this year with a lot of underclassmen that were producing and you throw all the injuries into the mix and stuff. And I know everybody has to deal with injuries, but the Cowboys certainly had some some tough injuries. And I think to uh, to win seven games this year was pretty important that they needed to at least get to seven again they might get to eight. So I would consider it moderate success uh, being that the top of the program you know being bowl eligible four years in a row making a bowl three out of four years the cowboy football program hasn't done that much in its history and on top of that in summary having a young football team doing it i think we can stay uh, pretty optimistic about the future with this program's headed
0: yeah, I mean, um, we're losing some uh, pretty good uh, defensive players with Logan Wilson, Cash Malawia, uh going. Um, and uh, looks like we've lost another lineman, or at least temporarily lost another lineman. Uh, what was the kid's name that just got suspended?
1: Yeah, Javery Jackson is off the football team for uh – suspension, indefinite suspension, and then he's leaving the football team. But as I mentioned earlier in the season, the Cowboys are heavily deep on the defensive line right now. I've never seen the program have so many players on the defensive line that are actually literally scholarship players. I'm, I think I counted like 13 or something. And I feel that as good as Jeffrey was coming along as a football player, I do feel that, We're going to get Ravonte hold back next year. We're going to return most of that defensive line next year, if not all of it. And in addition to that, there's going to be some, I think, some young players that – Fans probably may not be as familiar with Alonzo Hall being one of them. He was really the Cowboys top recruit last year um, in terms of Arizona State. A lot of schools offered him, and he just got injured early in the spring. So I think they got some uh, talent coming in on that defensive line, I think, and replace Jackson. I think in the past four or five, six years ago, Three years ago, we a loss like this would have been a lot more devastating. But I do, I really do believe somebody's going to step in in there for, for the Cowboys in the defensive line and replacing him.
0: Well, later on we're going to talk. A, oh, I'm sorry. Go I'm sorry, Jeff. ahead,
2: Jeff. I am the young man that they just signed yesterday. I mean, he could be almost an immediate. A starter, the, the defensive end from Houston.
1: Yeah, Double O. That's, double the o. Can, that's the only way
2: I can say his name. Yeah, is o. I've, I've watched his tape several times during the last day. It's just unbelievable his his quickness and his attack. Uh, if he doesn't play next year, it just will be a testament to how deep, like you said, I am. This uh, football program is right now. And you know, looking at this year, Jeff, I see this as really a, a huge foundation year. Mm-hmm. I mean, the win over Missouri and the way that we played every game so close that I think this was going to be our low point for the next few years. You know, I would see that seven and five is really gonna be the 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 low mark of this team going forward. I just I believe that there's going to be a lot of real positive things happening in the next few years. And certainly next year's schedule is going to play into that with uh, you know, really tough games or, or at home.
0: Yeah, that's, uh, that's a good point. Uh, well, uh, I guess that kind of wraps up our uh, postseason there for right now. Um, I tell you what, we're going to have a guest appearance with uh, Kevin, so why don't we bring him on in? All right, uh, now for a special part of our show tonight uh, we've got a special guest kevin mckinney the uh, senior associate athletic director for external affairs university of wyoming and also one of the voices of the wyoming cowboys kevin welcome to the cowboy round table
3: thank you uh good to be on with you jeff
0: well we 've been trying this for the last couple of weeks and we finally got it figured out so i'm glad we could we were able to get you on. Um, we have Jim and which is down in Parker Colorado. Yeah, he 's uh, online and you know of course uh, Ian McMacken. he 's on excellent so uh, as we um, as we get into the um, uh, as we get into the postseason now Wyoming uh, is been invited to a bowl game, and I guess it's a, a pretty special one because you've gotten a good response.
3: Well, it's been very special, and you, know, you never know exactly how the fan base is going to react. Uh, um, but when it was announced that it was going to be in Tucson, and uh, there, you know, a lot of snowbirds down there to begin with, but um, people really did respond. We sold a lot of our tickets. Uh, right now, I have no idea how many people have gone through the bowl to purchase their tickets, but we know we have 5,000 that we sold. So it's going to be a great contingent down there, and, and uh, I know everybody's looking forward to it.
0: Now, uh, Coach Bowl uh, didn't have uh, say a lot about Georgia State. Uh, what do you know about them?
3: Well, I know this, that they, they have a, an outstanding running back. They have a veteran quarterback who – um, is is uh, a good uh, uh, runner, good thrower. Uh, I think he's been kind of banged up, so I'm not sure what kind of shape he's in physically. But uh, expected to play, and uh, he's a, a guy who's who's um, you know been very successful with him. So he's their their leader. But uh, they have struggled a little bit on defense. Uh, obviously, they're they're like. Uh, 113 or 116 in rush defense. So that bodes well for the Cowboys. But, you know, very athletic, uh, a lot of weapons on offense. And, and so, um, you know, I, I asked uh, Craig if they reminded him of anybody in our league. And, and he, you know, he said a little bit maybe like Utah State, but he goes, not really. They, they do things differently. It is a spread. So, uh, used to that. Defensively, they had a 3-4. So, the Cowboys certainly saw plenty of that uh, during their regular season schedule. So, uh, it's nothing that they haven't seen. And uh, they've had time to prepare. They've had time to get healthy. So, uh, we're excited about
2: it.
0: Very good. Very good. Uh, Jim, I got any questions there for uh, Kevin?
2: I was going to ask Kevin. You mentioned that there's 5,000 tickets that were sold through the university. Do you have a, a gut feeling that uh, w- are we going to be close to maybe doubling that? Are we going to have close to eight to 10,000 fans there, do you think?
3: Well, you know, it's hard, Jim. I I, I really can't say. I, I know this, that uh, uh, there was a ton of people that wanted to get in on the tailgate uh, party before the game, and, and we had to cap that at 1,600. They wouldn't let us have any more in, in their uh, – tailgate areas so I I think that it's going to be a, a great response and I would say probably you know guessing a couple more thousand and so I'd say probably seven eight thousand or more um, it, it really helped us to to have a uh, a warm weather bowl game and then uh, people uh, really have responded to that um, and, and plus the snowbirds that are already living down there, which there's uh, a lot. I'm um, I, I re- really pleased with uh, the fact that so many cowboy fans went through our ticket office to purchase the tickets, which helped us because we had a hundred thousand dollar nut to crack uh, from the outset, uh, and we had to sell that many, and we certainly surpassed that big time, but. We weren't sure when when this whole thing started how our, our our fan base would react, and and they of course like usual uh, Wyoming fans um, reacted uh, beautifully and 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 thankfully went through our, our ticket office in, for the main and, and uh, uh... so but I would say you know there's there's probably going to be three or four two or three four thousand more uh, who who went through the the bowl
0: that is really encouraging uh Wyoming uh, has really supported this team and they've really supported coach bowl on the road uh i've noted that uh, there always seemed to have been a uh, good contingent at every game i w- i went to the texas state game and i would figure uh we had at least 1500 there so they travel pretty well
3: well and that's been the the uh, history of wyoming fans they they do love to follow the team and Really, uh, Jeff, wherever Wyoming goes, wherever we go, there's always uh, a great contingent of brown and gold and uh, always makes you proud. And, and uh, i not surprised that um, this many have reacted to this game because of where it is. But uh, I, I'm, I'm really pleased that they they went through the university to order their tickets uh, which really helped us out and it'll help uh, the university in future bowl games as well
0: well uh, not only is the bowl game uh, uh, coming up but we had a a pretty significant day yesterday with uh, early signing period national signing day Um, I wanted to ask uh, Ian do you have any questions regarding that
1: yeah, with the, to Kevin, um, what do you feel about this class? Now, Coach Bowles said that he felt it was uh, maybe his best class to date. Is that kind of the feeling you're getting from just, you know, the chatter around the coaching staff and, you know, the players and that sort of thing?
3: Ooh, and really, and, and, you know, I, I, I know that uh, Craig made a comment yesterday about the stars and, and how many stars they assigned to each, each uh, signee, but, uh, if you go by that, uh, this is uh, very much the best he, he's uh, he's had since since he's been here. It's hard to believe that this is his seventh signing class. It just goes by so quickly. But uh, I think in terms of the line of scrimmage, which is is where you got to start and, and where Craig Bowl and, and his philosophy begins, it's just phenomenal. I, I I've never seen Wyoming recruit bigger guys out of the gates. Uh, we have guys that we recruit and build them into bigger guys, but these are big guys to begin with, and, and I think that's a good indication of, of uh, the caliber of, of player that they're recruiting. Uh, uh, both lines of scrimmage uh, have really been bolstered by this class. Um, got some good defensive backs, some good linebackers. Uh, another good quarterback um, so you know I, I think that I, I've never seen Craig as excited as he was yesterday. Uh, he, he's really pleased with with what they've been able to get and, and the, the good thing about it is there's um, probably maybe three or four more guys that they can sign. Uh, again I know everybody said, well what happened to the receivers we have, we need receivers. I think he's really pleased with the the redshirt freshman receivers, especially those guys from Texas. There's a couple guys six three in that in that class, and uh, uh, he may sign another receiver here. But um, uh, I, I think that he the the, uh, the focus was the lines of scrimmage, and and uh, I think they really they really did a good job there, no question.
0: Well. Uh in uh in line with that we got the news the other day that um uh um uh, tyler vanderwall has put his name in the uh transport portal so um that was uh, uh kind of surprising news i thought
3: well you know i i guess uh it would be uh, to to the folks if you're around here uh you're you're not surprised i mean uh Tyler has been uh, terrific about this whole deal. I mean, he had a, a guy uh, uh recruited really over him and, and came on and John uh to kind of take the job away from him and now the way Levi is uh is uh coming on uh it it's uh, pretty clear that uh, he could be the third quarterback and and uh, wants to play and he, he, he uh he has time left so we're not surprised by it. Um I, I I really appreciate Tyler because he never griped about it. He he didn't make a big deal about it. He was always very good in, in all of his um, media interviews about the fact that these younger guys were were playing over him and, and uh you know a good teammate man and uh I really appreciate that about him. You know, you get into the portal. That doesn't mean you're going. It it uh, it, it means that uh, you know people will look at you and and uh, uh, but there's a possibility that um, there there wouldn't be a place for him I and mean, he would stay at Wyoming and which would be fine with all of us. He hasn't burned any bridges in any way. Um, he's he's been uh, as classy about this whole deal as as I think a young guy could be. Which we really appreciate, and we and you know if he does go, we wish him the very best. Uh, no animosity at all towards him. Uh, he's uh, he's been, as I said earlier, just a really good teammate, and, and uh, we wish him the best. Um, and, and it'll be interesting to see how much he plays in the bowl game. Uh, you know, I would imagine that um, Levi will. We'll get a, a good look and, and see how he does. Bowl did say the other day in the press conference he would play both quarterbacks. Uh, and whoever's doing well will keep playing. I think that's he's obviously proven that in the past when he, when he took Sean out at, at Tulsa and brought uh, Tyler in. Um, he wants to win games, and whoever's hot at the time is going to play.
0: Well, uh, now I, I, I thought I saw or heard uh, that uh, Tyler's really uh, ready to graduate as well, right?
3: Well, yeah, he, he, I think he could graduate. You know, I'm not sure. I think he could graduate in December. But, yeah, he, he is close to, to graduating. So, you know, he could be um, a senior transfer as well. But uh, I think... Uh, if it, if it worked out the best for him, it'd probably be a California school, you know, closer to home, and uh, you know finish out his career that way.
0: Well, very good. Uh, you know, uh, I don't want to take up too much of your time. So, uh, uh, is there any uh, other questions out there, guys?
1: Yeah, I'd ask Kevin, um, he thinks there may be some of the, re- or the true freshman guys that may get on the field that we did not see during the season or at minimal. Maybe there's some names that might pop up in that bowl game.
3: Well, that, that's a good question. I, I think that, uh, you know, had this bowl game maybe been a little earlier, uh, there might have been uh, – the way that this is going now, and, and the fact that the Cowboys don't play till the 31st, uh, everybody who was banged up and, and uh, didn't feel uh, or couldn't play, one or the other, didn't feel good about it or couldn't play, they're all healthy, and, and uh, I think everybody's ready to go, including uh, Swin. Uh, he, he's um, going to be able to play. It looks like. So uh, Valaday's feeling very good. So I really think that uh, we probably won't see, uh, and I'm not sure about this, but I would be surprised if we saw some of those young freshmen play in this game. I think that uh, with everybody uh, returning to health, we'll probably go with the the guys who who were playing earlier or who had played and were playing hurt. Those guys are, uh, all back, uh, to a hundred percent. And, uh, so probably go with those guys.
0: One last thing, uh, before we let you go, uh, you've had, uh, Logan Wilson has, uh, garnered a lot of, uh, honors this year. Um, he's been a really special player, especially being from Wyoming.
3: Well, you know, it's one of those great stories, Jeff. And, and, uh, uh, they don't come along all the time, but we we've had some some Wyoming guys uh, uh, to do this in the past. But I don't think anybody probably came as long as far as as Logan has in his career here. Uh, when he came here, it looked like he was probably going to be a safety, and and uh, and they talked to him about that, and and talked to him. That, you know, they, they needed linebackers, and and. Uh, would he uh, entertain moving to linebacker? And he embraced that. He got bigger, uh, he, he worked really hard at it. And as we know, Wyoming uh, native kids, it's uh, just a, means a little more to put the brown and gold on than, than everybody else. And, and it was always very special to Logan to be able to play, just like Josh Harshman. But uh, in, in Logan's case, uh he bulked up uh he he added weight uh he learned and he, he watched and, and next thing you know he's uh, as good as we really have, have ever had at that position and uh I think he's he's uh, got a very good opportunity to uh to play on he's he can run he's strong he he uh a very smart football player and and uh What he did for Wyoming, uh, we'll we'll never forget what he did. I mean, he uh, you look at what he's done in terms of his tackles and his accomplishments. uh, He's as good as we've ever had, and uh, he made himself into a really good player. He got a lot of good coaching, and he got a lot of good experience. But uh, it's on Logan uh, to where he is right now, and and. we're all very proud of him, and, and all of us who were raised in Wyoming, uh, you love to see that. You love to see a, a, a native son uh, become successful. And, and really, uh, he, he he built himself into what he is, and uh, I couldn't be happier for him or more proud of him.
0: Well, I interviewed him earlier this uh, uh, week, and so I'm going to play that here in a little bit. And uh, you're right, he's, uh, he's pretty humble about it, but uh, he did— uh, uh he did do a great effort to get there so
3: well you know he and he's just uh, such a, a great human being i mean he he's just one of those guys that uh you uh, you gravitate to he uh he is humble he he's he's very humble but he's also very driven and i think that uh, uh if he wants to play in the nfl uh i don't think uh, there's anybody that's uh, going to stop him from doing that he He uh, pretty much, when he wants to get something done, he gets it done. And and I would uh, look uh, forward to seeing him in the NFL.
0: Very good, very good. Uh, Jim, uh, anything else before we uh, let Kevin go?
2: You know, Kevin, I was going to ask you, we talked about this a little bit before you you came on, is that did you get the feeling that this year – with coach bull and the system that he's put into place that we truly have the foundation now in place for a real run of some great successful years coming up for the Cowboys
3: well you know Jim I I do because uh, and this is part of the game we all understand that but the injuries that uh, that occurred to the to the Cowboy team especially in the lines of scrimmage in past years, it would have crippled us. And we were able to, uh, and this was a goal of, of Craig's when he, when he got here, he wanted to build depth. And we had guys step up, and uh, we, we could have maybe won a couple more games had Sean not been injured, who knows. But those guys in the offensive line, the guys in the defensive line, uh, the way Valaday came along, uh, he has built really quality depth. We've never had that at Wyoming, or or haven't had it for a long time. Not never, but haven't had it for a long time. And and I think that's really the mark of of uh, uh, an emerging program when you lose your frontline guys, but guys are uh, in the wings waiting to play and want to play, and can play quality football. And we we saw that happen. I I, I think that that to me is the most impressive thing about what craig has done here uh... is he's he's taken uh... a program that had really very little depth uh... wasn't a very physical team in any way and and he's built wyoming into a physical football team with with depth that can uh... That can still play and be successful uh... when you lose frontline guys and, and uh... I, I think that's a mark of a good program, and I really feel that t- the trajectory of this program is uh, in a very positive way. So uh, we are a much different outfit than we were when Craig came here six years ago. Believe me, uh, we've got uh, a lot better depth, but a, a lot uh, more quality players, uh, and, and this recruiting class just adds to that. So. Yeah, we're, we're extremely excited about it. And I, and I think that uh, uh, here's a guy who fits Wyoming, who understood what we needed to do. And, uh, you know, we've had some really tough injuries, uh, tough injuries to some key positions. Uh, but if, if uh, Wyoming wins this bowl game and, and ends up winning eight games, that, that's a pretty good year. And, and that's something that we dreamed about six years ago, Uh, and and I wasn't sure if we could get there, honestly. So uh, I'm I'm very, very uh, happy and pleased with what he's done. It was something that uh, when Tom hired him, we had hoped that he would do this, and he's doing it. Uh, He's stayed around here, and and, uh, he's committed to the program, and, and I think it's paying dividends.
1: I had a quick question for Kevin before we let him go. Uh, Trey Smith, is there a good opportunity he can get back uh, with the Cowboys next year? I know he had that injury and he was a a senior grad guy. Uh, I'm sorry, Ian, I didn't hear that. Uh, that Trey Smith, uh, is there an opportunity that he'll be with the Cowboys next year and get that uh, sixth year of eligibility?
3: There is, and I believe he will get that, and uh, the uh, the coaching staff – actually is expecting him to be back so uh, yeah that that's a very positive a very positive, um, a very positive uh, addition to the program because you know we weren't sure if, if he wanted to do that uh, we felt like he could get a sixth year but uh, weren't sure weren't sure how he felt about it and he very definitely wants to come back and you know it's it's so interesting because uh you lose smith and and you lose swen and, and then here's X there and, and you
4: uh, he
3: would have probably carried the ball ten or fifteen times a game had those other guys not been injured and you find out about guys uh guys who step up when when there's injuries that's part of the depth that I was talking about uh validate is not only a heck of a running back. But he's a durable running back, and, and uh, I don't think anybody dreamed that he could carry 30 or 35 or 37 times a game. And you wouldn't have found that out had those injuries not occurred. So uh, that that's uh, a heck of a story. He's he's uh, uh, a first-class running back, so is Smith, so is Swen, and, and uh, the Cowboys will be much better for it. There's a couple guys in the wings, too, by the way, uh, who are redshirt freshmen who will have something to say about it as well. So it's that depth thing that I'm talking about.
0: Well, very, very good. And, uh, Kevin, I want to thank you for joining us. We're going to let you go and uh, get on uh, with the uh, important things that you got to get ready for going down to uh, Arizona. But we we want to thank you for giving us this time and uh, uh, give a shout-out to Mr. Walsh and uh, uh, tell him that we're going to be, those of us who can't make it, will be listening in.
3: All right. Well, I'm always happy to uh, to be with you guys. Any time, just give me a
0: call. Well, very good. Thank you much.
2: Okay, Thank you, Kevin. Hours, guys. Thanks, Kevin. Bye-bye.
0: Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Well, Kevin McKinney, and uh, we really appreciate him being uh, taking time out of his busy schedule to be with us. Uh, you know, uh, we talked about Logan Wilson, uh, or he talked about Logan Wilson. And, you know, I had the opportunity earlier uh, this week, Uh, to talk to him. Uh, Let's listen to that interview, if you guys don't mind. Well, we'd like to welcome Logan Wilson, a University of Wyoming linebacker. Uh, Logan, welcome to the Cowboy Roundtable.
5: Thanks for having me.
0: Well, uh, here you are uh, at the end of uh, a stellar career at the University of Wyoming. Uh, I imagine you've got uh, some mixed feelings about that.
5: I mean, yeah, it's been a long five years, um, I wouldn't change a thing, and, um, you know, I'm just proud of the body of work that I've been able to put in um, as a Wyoming kid, Um, coming here kind of with no expectations, just kind of, you know, trying to be a small part of such a big change in the program that we have now.
0: Well, I tell you what, um, uh, for starting off with small expectations, I was just looking over uh, your uh, postseason accomplishments, and uh, I see that you've been... uh, 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 first team, uh, first team pro football focus, uh, all American. Second team all American for USA Today. Third team all American for the Associated Press. And you were a six, one of the six finalists for the Butkus Awards. Uh, did you imagine yourself having those sorts of um, uh, 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 honors uh, when you began your career? Oh
5: uh, no, I don't. I don't really ever expect to, you know, earn anything. I just kind of go to work and um just try to do my part to help our team be successful and win games and um i think that's just you know what my mentality's been and um those awards are i think are um to me are like a team award you know i can't do my job to the best of my ability without um, everyone else doing their job so um that's kind of what i attribute those awards
2: to
0: well um i know that uh there may be a uh some more football in your future, at least we hope so. Uh, Any ideas on that so far?
5: No, I'll kind of worry about that stuff um, later on. Um, When the time comes right now, I'm kind of focused on um, beating Georgia State in the Arizona Bowl.
0: Now, that that was going to be my next series of questions. Uh, You uh, missed out on a bowl game last year, but now your team's going down to Arizona. Uh, What's your thoughts on uh, facing Georgia State?
5: You know, it'll be a fun game for us. Fun way to end the season. Um, I haven't dived into too much film yet, but I'll do that this week and um, understand like what this game means for you know this stage to try to end the season on a win and get one more win for the Arizona.
0: Well, uh, you are one of the um, uh, noted Wyoming players, Wyoming, Wyoming players, as I like to say, and uh, I just wanted to ask you. Coach Bowl kind of puts an emphasis on looking for Wyoming players. Uh, uh, what would you have to say to uh, student athletes out there in your own state uh, about getting a chance to play for Wyoming?
5: You know, I think playing football at any level um, past high school is good for anyone. Um, you know, Division one football is not for everyone. So, um, but I think that Coach Bowl has done a really good job of keeping the in state guys, you know, here in state and. Um, that's just a credit to, you know, him understanding that, um, you know, he always says that he can't win without Wyoming players on his team, and there's a lot more Wyoming players on the team now than there ever has been. So that's just a credit to him and his recruiting.
0: Yes, it has been, and I, a lot of people really appreciate that because there had been there had been years when uh, no Wyoming player was on the team, so that's been a big improvement. Well, uh, Logan, I want to thank you for joining us, and want to wish you. Uh, Success uh, come this uh, end of the year here at uh, Arizona in the uh, Arizona Bowl, and uh, thank you for joining us on the. <clears throat> excuse me, thank you for joining us on the Cowboy Roundtable.
5: Yes, sir. Thank you for having me.
0: Take care. Well, that was my discussion with uh, Logan Wilson, and uh, it tracks with uh, it tracks with what Kevin is saying about the uh, young man. He's uh, quite something special.
1: Well, I was going to ask Kevin. And I had a lot of other questions for him, but I was going to ask him because Kevin's been around for a long time following Wyoming football. And I was going to – what he thought Logan would rank in the linebacker uh, spot in the history of Wyoming football. And, I'm, and based on his comments, you could tell he was very high up on that list. I know the Cowboys had some really great ones. And if there was a way we could – mold him, um, copycat him from year to year. Our defense would be in really great shape, but it was, it's been awesome to watch him for four years. I really believe. And I, I think most of us agree. Kevin seemed to agree that he's going to be playing the national football league.
0: Yeah. Well, uh, we certainly look forward to that. Um, you
2: no know, Jeff, there was that, um, uh, player that was a linebacker for Wyoming. That was from Cheyenne. I think what was it, Jim Meliopolis that, uh, is that him that played? Remember him uh, yeah. Played for the uh, the Cowboys or the Dallas Cowboys.
0: Oh yeah, that's right. And,
2: well I think he had what about a three, four year run in the NFL. Yeah. So.
1: How about Ken Fantetti? Oh uh, you guys remember player. played for the Detroit Lions, was a pro bowler. He was another really terrific linebacker for the Cowboys, I think, in the seventies. That was a little bit before my time. Uh, do you guys remember him much when he played at Lionel? Oh, I absolutely do.
0: I remember him but I uh, I think uh, let's see when when was his time frame
2: Mid to late 70s. Yeah, yeah, we were there, Jeff. Yeah, okay, okay. I, you, you, may not have, you may have been in the stands and not there, but we were there. <laughs> well, uh, I know Ken uh, Fantetti
1: was a Pro Bowler in the NFL, and that's what caught my attention.
0: Well, he um, <laughs> he,
1: pro bowls. he was
0: tough. I mean, he was, uh, I remember him as, as being one tough hombre, uh, and uh, uh, he went to Detroit, and uh, that's a blue collar. You know, uh, division there in the NFL, and he uh, he spent what seven eight years there.
2: I think you're correct. Yes, so I think he was a Michigan kid too, wasn't he?
0: Yeah, he. Might, I think he was from that area, but um, uh, you know, that was Wyoming's uh, gotten a lot of great kids out of that area, out of Michigan and uh, uh, Illinois. So, uh, yeah, he was he was right up there so I think Logan uh, will be um, uh, right in that pantheon of uh, of Wyoming linebackers for a long time Uh, unless uh, somebody can come along and be better than him and that's going to be really hard to do
1: it's to be very difficult. I think Chad Mooma has a chance to be a really special linebacker at Wyoming, too. Um, whether he gets up to Logan Wilson's level, you know, that he, he played at a really high level. But I, I'm really excited about what Chad Mooma is going to bring the program in the upcoming years.
0: Yeah, that uh, that, that bodes well. Uh,
2: you know, and in a lot of ways, Chad is a Wyoming kid as well. I mean, you know, he's from Colorado, but his dad is... a Corinton, uh, Wyoming. Wyoming Yeah, Wyoming guy all the way So the way I look at it is If your parents are from Wyoming You're from Wyoming
0: <laughs> You got that genetics You got that Wyoming genetics going
1: And Ty was definitely a Wyoming guy
0: Yep Oh yeah, I remember um, So, well I tell you what um, There's two other things we're going to talk about We're going to talk about that bowl game uh, Let's do that next And then uh, we're going to get into some of the national signing day uh, after that. So, uh, I even prepared a special thing here since we're going to the Arizona Bowl and we're playing Georgia State University, which is in Atlanta. So, stand by. Let let me play this. Fights on from Georgia State. Now we're going down to the Arizona Bowl, and we're going to face Georgia State, which is in the um, uh, is in the oh, Sun Bell Conference, right? Uh, uh,
1: they are a Sun Belt team, yes.
0: And uh, they beat
1: Tennessee this year right. at Tennessee.
0: And so, yeah, they beat Tennessee. Uh, they had a real close loss to Texas State. And um, uh, I tell you, that's going to be interesting. Um but I did talk to Doug yesterday. He and I sat down or not sat down, but I recorded a, a discussion with him and Doug went through and talked about all the ins and outs of Georgia state. Let's listen to that. All right. All right. Uh, we've got Doug on the line here and, uh, he's down in Arizona and, uh, we asked Doug to take a look at Georgia state, Wyoming's opponent in the Arizona bowl. And, uh, doug uh, are you uh ready to talk about those uh guys from georgia
4: oh i sure am you know and jeff it's a pleasure to be able to speak continually about wyoming football late into december so that's something that uh hasn't always taken place as uh, consistently as we'd like but you know hey it's it's happening a little more often and hey it it makes it kind of fun well you're
0: down there you're down there in arizona so you're just up the road from tucson i understand so uh yeah you're gonna get a chance to go right
4: oh yes sir i've already got my tickets and uh might even be buying some more if i get some other folks to jump in and join me so anyway um Tucson is just a little over 100 miles down the road. So for me, it's like driving from uh, Cheyenne to Denver, for those familiar with a uh, distance like that and the congestion that goes along with it. Because I 10 <laughs> between Phoenix and uh, Tucson can uh, have its fun times, that's for sure. So well, anyway, uh, and, and a little side note for those that wonder, oh, you know, what's the weather like? Well, in Arizona, it's much better than Wyoming in december um but it could be anywhere from it could even be 40s or 50s you know cold and windy and rainy if a storm comes through all the way up to maybe some low 70s and nice and sunny so you know let's hope for the latter because that makes it a little more fun for an afternoon game
0: yeah that sounds great i mean anybody from laramie or wyoming would sign up for that
4: yeah yeah you know, hey bring your bring your swimsuit in case your hotel has a nice heated pool or whatever but uh generally uh uh you know people around here dress like it's winter, long pants, long sleeves, you know, even if it is seventy degrees outside. that's just kind of style, but you know what the, the kind of the joke is is hey, the people wearing shorts and short sleeves must be coming from somewhere else, but you know, I'm one of those Wyoming diehards. I wear my shorts and short sleeves way more than people around here do so. Anyway, but but do beware, you know, that once the sun goes down, it does get a little cool in the evening in December.
0: Well, so, now, that it's an afternoon game, right?
4: Yes, sir. So, uh, you know, uh, uh, and sunset's usually, uh, I think, somewhere a little bit after 5. So we'll probably be finishing the fourth quarter under the lights.
0: All right. Well, that sounds great. Now, you've taken a look at the Georgia State, and what is their mascot again? I, I should have looked this up.
4: Oh, well, golly, you just asked me a really tough question here. Uh, um, Panthers.
0: Panthers, okay. So you've taken a look at the Panthers. So uh, let's look at the offensive side. What's uh, Wyoming's defense going to be facing? Well, they're a 7-5 well, team, right? Um,
4: that's correct. Okay. Um, um, Georgia State, I would categorize them to an offensive-style uh, resembling more closely like what we saw throughout the season with Colorado State, um, they can score points in bunches. They've been stopped at times, but they they are a rush first, pass second. But they're pretty balanced. You know, uh, kind of like what a lot of Wyoming fans are hungering for. You know, we you know Georgia State averages 245 yards a game rushing, but they also average 201 yards a game passing. And uh, the key to their success on offense is their quarterback, Dan Ellington. He's the real deal. I've watched um, several game tape highlights and stuff, and not only can he take off and run, but he can also pass effectively. And and, uh, um, for any of the folks that have not uh, done a little extra research into it, I I know somebody had posted on the – Go Wild Go Board, uh, a podcast. Um, Ellington did suffer an ACL tear, which um, is not preventing them from playing, but it's definitely slowed him down. I could tell the difference between um, the earlier-in-the-year game tapes versus um, um, the last one that I saw against uh, Georgia State, where he still ran with the ball, but you could tell he didn't have the cuts in some of the that the Duke movements that um, you know, we saw before. know, yeah? Otherwise his running style, uh, I would say is very competitive with chambers. You know, he can make guys miss and he can find that open hole and explode through it. But, um, with that tear, ACL tear, it, it definitely changed his game a little bit. Um, he also is pretty effective at at passing. If you pressure him, um, you can disrupt that. Um, but if he has his time to stand there in the target or, or pocket and target receivers, then, yeah, he'll he'll pick you apart. And, you know, that's one of the areas that the Wyoming defense has probably been the most vulnerable to is, is when we haven't been able to get decent pressure on the quarterback and force the issue, and the teams have been able to get some yardage against us. Uh, one of the keys is going to be is is – if they do get that yardage, is preventing them from scoring points, you know, slowing them down in the red zone, not giving up that touchdown, making them go for the field goal if they're in range. Um, they do have a, a, a running back that has put up about fourteen hundred yards this year, Trey Barnett. Um, um, again, you know, I, I, these are against Sun Belt teams, but you know, don't don't discount the Sunbelt teams as not having some um players that I would kind of categorize Georgia state is somewhere probably around, um, um, you know, a, a San Jose type team, you know, where where if you're not ready to play and they have a really good game and you don't have your best game, they can take you, you know, and, and I think that's D one football overall with, with most
5: teams. Well,
0: um, well they, you know, they, they're similar to Wyoming in that the, their first game of the year didn't they beat uh, Tennessee, an SEC team?
5: Yes, they
4: beat Tennessee. Now, now, not not to take anything away from Georgia State, but Tennessee did not start the year, you know, well. Um, um but Tennessee came on strong, you know, continued to grow as a team and had some success. Tennessee turned the ball over a few times, and Georgia State capitalized on it. And, and Georgia State's offense was very effective against Tennessee's defense. And, you know, if anybody wants to go out onto, like, YouTube or something, you know, they can see some of the highlights of that and see you know, what I mean um, by the Georgia State offense. If it gets clicking and you are not doing likewise on defense to stop them, you know, they can be potent and score some points um which they did this year they they scored about 32 points a game on the average
0: well that's um, impressive really they, they're, yeah
4: their their favorite receiver is Cornelius McCoy um and you know he has more you know about three times more catches than anybody else but they do spread the ball around a lot so you know you might say we're defending him but just be aware they have some other fellows that can Get out in the open and and uh, make some catches.
0: Well, now that so, uh, that's the offensive side of the ball. What is uh, 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 Wyoming's uh, offense going to be faced with uh, against the Panthers?
4: Well, let's put it this way: the Panthers over the years, their biggest struggle has been defense. Um, you know, are they? Currently, for this year, they've been given up on the average thirty six points per game and four hundred and forty nine yards a game. They give up more passing yards than rushing yards, but it's pretty much even. They give up two hundred and thirty yards two hundred and thirty eight yards a game passing and two hundred and eleven rushing. Um, I also did a little bit of scouting, watching various highlights from games throughout this year with Georgia State and um you know, you don't get the essence of the whole game, um, for the most part, watching the highlights. But when you see what other teams have done, um, um, you know, I, I can see where Wyoming could potentially um, put some numbers up against it. It's going to be interesting because the Georgia State uh, head coach, um, I think his name Sean Elliott, um, indicated that the Arizona Bowl game plan is to stop the power. Well, I'm going to read into that 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 our power is is you know through our line, not around the corner, not not passing and stuff. And so, if they're going to stop the power, that tells me that they're going to look at the game plan that's been used against us, you know, prolifically throughout the season. They're going to stop the box. That's just my guess. But if uh, I feel like if we can spread them out any bit at all. We should be able to run effectively, but to spread them out, that means we're going to have to complete some passes. And they're vulnerable to to uh, leaving receivers wide open. So it's going to be a matter of can we get that receiver open, how quickly can we get it open, can we protect our quarterback when they are putting more people in the box, and can the quarterback deliver the ball to that open receiver. That could blow things wide open. Um,
0: well, you know, we've got – We've got, uh, taking two quarterbacks down there. They're both getting, from what I understand, they're both getting equal reps, uh, Levi Williams, and of course, uh, Tyler VanderWaal. So, uh, do you have any insight on, uh, how that might work? Do you think, uh, uh, Levi's going to get as many, uh, touches or maybe even more than, uh, uh Tyler?
4: Yeah, well, you know, it, it'll be really interesting, um, you know, since you bring that up, um, um, I don't know if uh, Tyler, you know, officially putting his name in the transfer portal is going to change anything from the coaches' perspectives on how they want to go about it. Um, is the 50/50? The coaches have a specific starter in mind, even though both says it might not even be announced till game time. Um, you yeah, know, there's a whole lot there that you can speculate on and. All I can say is, from Wyoming fan standpoint, and I hope others would see it kind of this way too: is 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 what we want to see is whoever's put out there be able to play effectively and and um, you know execute some creative plays if those creative plays are are uh, introduced as part of our scheme for this game. You know, what is it that Georgia State is the most Ineffective at stopping. Can we throw that at them and execute it? And um, um, whether it be Williams doing it or or Vanderwall, you know, is as long as the execution takes place and um, and we can expose their weak areas, that's going to be absolutely key. Um, I if if you wanted me to categorize uh, defenses that we've seen this year that I would equate as kind of similar to Georgia State. Um, I would say that their defense kind of resembles a little more in their play like what we saw with New Mexico and Nevada-Las Vegas. You know, neither one of those teams effectively shut us down. Um, And, uh, you know, it's going to come down to two is Who turns the ball over more? Um, They've been fairly decent at taking care of the ball. We've been very good at taking care of the ball. If we can get a couple of turnovers off them, especially on the short side of the field, and turn those into points, we could win this game going away. Um, I I really believe that our defense, uh, and I know we had an issue there where we've lost uh, another defensive lineman um, um, for this game, is... uh, it's going to come down to is is does our defense make the play, shut down their um, rushing offense and put pressure on that quarterback? Um, and the more we do that, and then on our offensive side of the ball, if we can dominate the time of possession, not just n- no three and outs, you know, or a m- very minimal number of any three and outs, you know, especially if it's, you know, running off the last one minute of the clock before halftime or something. But, you know, keep the Georgia State offense off the field while consuming time in the game on ours. But once we consume that time, we need to convert it into points.
0: Well, you know, uh, it sounds like the the two teams are fairly well matched. I mean, they have a both 7-5 record, and there's a common – uh, opponent, I believe it was Texas State. Uh, they Correct. lost. They lost to Texas State, and we uh, beat Texas State. It was a close run thing, but we did uh, didn't win that game. So, uh. right, we
4: we beat Texas State, but twenty three to fourteen. And 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 what we have in there, like I I know we had it. I could kind of forget the game a little bit, but I know we had at least one defensive touchdown score, and maybe we had a couple in that game. Um, but we beat Texas State twenty-three to fourteen. They lost to Texas State like thirty-seven to thirty-four, and if I'm not mistaken, it was in triple overtime.
0: Ah, so uh, and um, it seems like and, it seems like the teams are kind of evenly matched, at least record-wise, and and that sort of thing. I mean, we both beat SEC teams. Uh, we had a common opponent that was a uh, close run on both sides. So, I don't know. Uh, this is going to be an interesting game, I think.
4: Yeah, it, it, the, the interesting part is every game that um, Georgia State has played, um, there's been a pretty big number of points um, involved in those games. They've only held three opponents um, to a lesser scores. Let's put it this way in three wins. They beat coastal Carolina at coastal Carolina, 31, 21. They beat Army at Georgia State, 28-21, and they beat South Alabama at, at, at home, 28-15. to Otherwise, they've given up in excess of 30-some points, 30 on up to, I think they gave up like 57 to Western Michigan, and 56 to Appalachian State. So they do give up some points. And um, um, so... If there's ever a time for me to show that they can put points on the board, this would be one team to, to definitely do that against.
0: Well, that's, uh, that's enlightening. And, uh, you know, I really wish I could get out there to Arizona. But I know that you and a whole bunch of fans are going to represent us well because I understand the tickets have sold well.
4: Uh, Yeah, uh, Wyoming has sold out their allotment. I don't know anything about uh, where Georgia State stands with their allotment. And then um, the last time I started looking on Ticketmaster, all the seats surrounding the Wyoming area are continuing to sell. And so I think that there's probably going to be a number of Wyoming fans that – didn't get their ticket through the ticket office, and since Wyoming didn't request an extra allotment, um, you know, then your option is Ticketmaster or off the market, and um, um, Wyoming fans, if I read the seating chart right, will be sitting on the east side of the stadium, so we'll be in the sunny side, and um, 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 I think it should present for a Pretty decent looking crowd behind uh, our bench.
2: Well, very because good. All those,
4: all those fans will be filled. So,
2: oh,
0: very good.
4: All right. Anyway, then. I got, I got a trivia question here since oh, the okay. whole season for you, Jeff. What is the team that did not make of the seventy nine bowl eligible teams that did not make a bowl? Ah
0: oh, man. Uh, <laughs> um. Colorado State. No,
4: Colorado State wasn't eligible. I just had to throw that out there for the oh, okay. Toledo. 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 Toledo from the MAC that was six and six.
0: Ah, okay. Well, you know we've had our we've had our uh, trials and tribulations with them.
4: Uh, that you know. that's correct. So any anyway i just had to throw that out there for for full trivia fun and i hope everybody that's getting into their football pool game uh, has uh made their picks and many successes to everybody and uh, uh there's no way i'm going up against finn you know because he he uh, he always wins all those bets it sounds like so yeah. uh, it'll be interesting to hear from him and see uh see where his money's at
0: well you know he won the world series uh bet he uh, got a couple of extra dollars out of that one, so i would get i would get him to buy you at least one beer okay
3: cool. yeah
4: yeah I, I think that sounds good, so <laughs> anyway, right. Jeff, I appreciate the opportunity to talk to you and uh and hey, maybe we can follow it up with a little post game chat sometime and and uh well and, we'll... and enjoy ringing in twenty twenty with uh uh with the New year's Eve cowboy victory and 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 look forward to uh, to uh, some of our new guys that were signing um, this December here, signing today, and um, and seeing what ends up on the field in 2020 and many more bowl games for Wyoming in the future to come.
0: Very good, Doug. Well, yes. And thank you. And uh, you enjoy that nice weather down in Arizona. And uh, you cheer us, uh, cheer us to a victory, all right? Okay, go Pokes. Go Pokes. You know, that was my talk with uh, Doug Friesen. Ian, you noticed that uh, you're uh, already in for a beer.
1: Yeah, I'm looking forward to it because I'm going down to the bowl game. I just booked my hotel in Phoenix. I'll be driving down from the airport right when I arrive in Phoenix, drive to Tucson, so hopefully the traffic isn't terrible. I get down there and start tailgating, but yeah, I do plan on buying Doug a few beers. Um, he actually got the tickets for me. i have to pay him for the tickets, but he did
0: Well, that would you know, be good. The tickets, and That wouldn't be good. I, well, think I appreciate
1: rest- what all you guys do, so anytime you guys are in the vicinity of a game, <laughs> I, I will buy you a drink.
0: All right. Well, I'm, I'm, uh, it's going to be a while for me, but uh, uh, oh, by the way, uh, Jim uh, had to leave. He had some business he had to take care of, so he's Dropped out uh, due to that. Yeah, I
1: read, his, read his email. Jim oh, okay, you saw his a email. All for dinner or something like that.
0: So. Yeah, so unfortunately he had to drop out. So it's just it's down to you and me. Um, uh, Cody was going to join us, uh, but um, he. Um, he unfortunately uh, ran into some car trouble. I just got an email from him over by Pines Bluff, so yeah. uh, he didn't get him, uh, didn't make it. So, oh, well, he's
1: a road warrior, so he's out on the road quite a bit.
0: Oh so. yeah, he knows he knows how to do that. That's for dang sure. And he's a uh, uh, we're talking about uh, maybe him doing a a remote from uh, uh, Arizona for us. So we'll see how that works out. Uh, but. Uh, Anything you want to add to what Doug had uh, so uh, sufficiently, I think, discussed as far as Georgia State is concerned?
1: Well, I think Doug did a very good job analyzing this game. And I think he uses his – he watches a lot of football games across the country, including – you know, the Sun Belt teams and the MAC teams. So he watches these games and he's able to take statistics and, you know, analyze things and strengths and weaknesses. So I think he broke this game down pretty well. My instinct is the Cowboys are going to be laser focused, ready to play because Coach Bull said so. And Coach Bull wants this game. And I think this football team really wants this game. And I do believe, you know, the Cowboys are in a tougher conference and you know granted the southern uh georgia state did go and win at tennessee but I think our league's stronger than the Sun Belt, though. I think there's some good teams right on top of the Sun Belt that can beat a lot of teams, and I believe Appalachian State's one of them, right? Oh, yeah. So, but but I think as a, a full pie, it's full picture. I think Wyoming played the tougher schedule versus um, Georgia State. I feel like if we play our game, I I, I believe we're going to be able to run the football on these guys, and that's the strength of our, our team, and I think we, we'll obviously do a good job shutting the rundown. Um, I think of the cow- cowboys are laser focus as coach bowl said they're going to be and i believe he's right when he says this i think the, i think we're going to see a similar uh maybe a similar game to central michigan maybe not quite the, the you know the the blowout version of it but i think it's a game we can control if we play well and we don't lose the turnover battle
0: well i tell you um Talking about the the Sun Belt and the Appalachian State, I went to that game up in Boone a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. and <laughs> they handed Wyoming uh, their jockstrap on that one. So uh, uh, they've got some potent teams up there, and uh, you've got to you've got to be serious about it. So I I think that uh, I think they are, and they, like I said, we got uh, two of our uh, running backs back. So we'll be able to hit them with that. Uh, A lot of fresh running backs and uh, everybody's healthy. So um, uh, I feel pretty positive about it. Of course, they feel pretty positive. Their fans feel pretty positive about their team. So it looks to uh, be maybe a pretty good game.
1: Well, I think, um, I think you nailed it. I think it's the seriousness of the game. Are the Cowboys going to be serious about this football game? I'm sure Georgia state's going to be serious. We're going to have the fans behind us. There's no doubt in my mind. When Kevin says we have eight to 10,000 fans at this game, I think the potential of eight to 10,000 is very good. And we're definitely going to have – I I think the Cowboys players are going to look up in the stands. They're going to see all those pokes that have traveled down Arizona or in Arizona that have gone to the game. I think that will be inspiring to them, um, ready to play. And it, it's all about being serious and being motivated because a lot of times these bowl games, you get one team that's motivated and the other team that's not motivated. And that's when the upsets come in. But in this situation, Cowboys are serious. I, I really like their chances to win. I know Las Vegas has a seven and a half point favorite. So
0: Now, um, uh, Georgia State, I've been looking at their um, uh, message board and uh, uh, it, Doesn't look like there's a lot of enthusiasm among their fans. It is a long trip, and I... Look, I feel feel for them because I looked into flying out there and trying to get to Tucson uh, without having to get a second mortgage on my house. And my God, it was just terrible. Uh, I couldn't get a a decent flight. You know, I had to get like two stops and, you know, oh, God. Uh, I looked at going to Los Angeles and coming back and that was a little better. And maybe uh, (laughs) flying to Phoenix, I tried that. And, you know, so finally I said, okay, it's just not meant... Uh, for me to go all the way across the country to get to a bowl game this time. Uh, well, I
1: think it's similar to if Wyoming was playing in the Boca or Tome Bowl or something. Oh I don't yeah, know bowls out there on the East Coast. It's not the major. I think if we had a major bowl game out there, we'd probably travel pretty well. But it's the same situation. We didn't travel well to Boise, uh, but we tend to travel well to warm weather destinations in most cases. And, yeah, it's the same thing. I don't expect to see a big Georgia state turnout there in, uh, Tucson. I really don't, I think we're going to definitely dominate the, the crowd. And I also checked into some past attendances for the Arizona bowl. And you know, this, this is going to be a nice bowl game in terms of attendance. Cause I think they, they've been like mid thirties, high thirties in some cases. So I think it's going to be a, a solid crowd versus the last bowl game we were in when it was just an empty, empty stadium basically. And you had John (laughs) Elway sitting down on the sidelines watching Josh Allen play, but uh, this is going to be an exciting bowl game for the Wyoming fans. I think Kevin McKinney was correct about that because I think the turnout's going to be really good. So,
0: well, yeah, I mean, uh, uh, I guess the stadium there is pretty good big size. It's a pack yeah, it's a pack
1: 12 stadium that yeah. holds 50 plus 52,000. They've done some renovations to the stadium so they've updated it. And I think that's the same stadium they played in when when Wyoming, when Arizona was in the the whack with Arizona State, right? And I think it's the same stadium. They've yeah, expanded so. it since then, obviously, but oh, they've yeah. also done some uh, renovations to it. So I think it's going to be a, a good stadium to watch a game, and it's going to be on a college campus too, which is always a
0: benefit. Well, um, you know, uh, this going to be interesting, and we discussed this with Kevin. Uh, you know, the, we're going to have two quarterbacks, and they're going to play, it looks like. And uh, even though uh, um, Tyler is looking uh, to go into the portal. Uh, but I did earlier this week, as along with uh, Logan Wilson, I also got an interview with uh, Levi Williams. Do you want to hear that?
1: Sounds great. I'm looking forward to it. All right. Let's
0: play that. All right. is our next guest. We have uh, Levi Williams, uh, freshman quarterback at the University of Wyoming. Levi, welcome to the Cowboy Roundtable.
6: Thank you. Appreciate it.
0: Now, uh, talking to you at the end of the season, and um, uh, you're a freshman quarterback, but you got a couple of uh, games experience, and just wanted to uh, yes, wanted to ask you about that. Uh, did you expect to get some playing time uh, going into this year?
6: You know, um, the play was to redshirt, and uh, you know, I, I knew that, and. Uh, just, you know, getting a few games hopefully, you know, it really does you really don't know as as a red shirt, but you know, these past few games have been awesome, you know, getting out there playing for these fans, um, you know, playing with the offense has been super fun. So uh, it's been super exciting, you know.
0: Well now, uh, with the new rule that allows a red shirt to get up to I think it's four games, uh that must yes, have sir. been a, been a, a good thing for you.
6: For sure. You know, um you know getting these uh the, the new rule. I know a lot of guys on our team, besides myself, are using that rule. So uh, it's super exciting to still have four more years' of eligibility to play football. You know, especially here, you know, with these fans, these great fans. You know, that we've already sold out our tickets to the bowl game. So,
0: well, now uh, that's uh, got to be exciting because last year you were playing uh, high school football down in uh, Texas. Uh, uh, that's got to be a big change for you.
6: Yes, sir. It was, um, you know, in Texas, you know, football is a little bit different than, uh, everywhere else, you know, uh, occasionally you'll have games with 20,000, 25,000 people in the stands. So it's just a little bit different from a lot of the other States, but, you know, I think college is a definitely different atmosphere. You know, you got uh real diehard fans that will stay the entire game and wait for the, the fight song at the end, which is really awesome.
0: Now, um, uh, you're coming from Texas, which is uh, uh, environmentally not as cold, probably, as Laramie. So, uh, yes, sir. You know, what's been the transition like for you?
6: You know, um, at first it was a little challenging, you know, getting used to the weather, but I would say now I'm used to it. Um, it's just It's just cold weather. It's just elevation. So at the end of the day, it's not really that bad.
0: Well, you know uh, the Wyoming people like to think that you have to be tougher to play up there. Uh, would you uh, would you agree with that?
6: Yeah, I would say. I mean, I would say so. You know, um, I would say they they have a right to think that.
0: Now um, uh, you're getting ready for the bowl game. Uh, mm-hmm. You and Tyler, um, do you uh, have any idea about uh, the playing time and how it's going to be split up at the bowl game? I
6: don't have any idea. So, um, you know, just going through practice every week, you know, preparing as if you're going to start is the best thing you can do. So that's what I've been doing, you know, working hard every day. And, uh, you know, if I get the opportunity, that's awesome. If I don't, I'm not going to complain. You know, um, at the end of the day, it's what's going to win the the ball game for us. And that's me. That's him. It doesn't really matter.
0: Now, uh, have you uh, seen anything on Georgia State yet?
6: Yeah, we've been watching film uh, on Pretty uh, pretty heavily. Um, you know, they tackle well. They're going to uh, love the box. they got some pretty good cover guys. they got a lot of speed on their defense. So, you know, it's definitely going to be a challenge, but I feel like we can dominate up front in the run game and also in the pass game. You know, um, Air Force has a sour taste in their mouth. So we're excited to get back on the field and dominate these guys.
0: Well, that's fantastic, and you know, of course, all of us are supporting you and uh, look forward to the game, so uh, let us wish you good luck and uh, thank you for talking with us today.
6: All right, appreciate it. Thank you so much.
0: That was Levi Williams, Wyoming quarterback. Thank you, Levi. All right, thank you. Thank you. That was my conversation earlier this week with Levi, a very pleasant uh, young man, Uh, seems to be uh, uh, quite focused, and uh, I think it bodes well for the future at quarterback.
1: Yeah, I think uh, when they recur I think last year we sat here and talked about getting him late, or in the summer we talked about it before the season, about getting this big pickup at quarterback and it was a big pickup for the cowboys He had houston ready to go to the houston and that's a quality football program and when you watch him play you you can tell he's a pretty lively arm and he's still going to learn to learn the offense better but he's also a good runner and i think he does need to uh, you know he has a good frame to me six five so i think he, he's a big quarterback that's going to continue to add weight and he seems um Seems a little bit more savvy uh, in terms of a, a passer, and I think he, he seems to pick things up pretty well. So I think the Cowboys with him and Chambers at quarterback are really going to be set for next season. So,
0: Yeah, uh, I think that's going to be interesting how that plays out. Um, they both have a little bit different style. Uh, Chambers is really heavy mm-hmm. uh, on the run uh and um, needs some you know let's be honest he needs some uh work on his passing uh but uh levi uh seems from what i've seen two games uh he's got a pretty good arm and uh, was able to deliver it but he's also a runner too so uh i think that uh we're we're, we're set pretty good for next year
1: yeah my guess is he just based on watching the limited passes i've seen him and i re- watched the replay of the colorado state game i was in laramie for the colorado state game i watched the air force game um he uh what i see from him is i, I just feel good about his arm I, I feel like it's a it's a strong enough arm and he seems a lot more confident with his release and and he's only a, a true freshman doing this and he's going to be a freshman again next year and just i just had a better comfort feel with him throwing the ball than uh you know maybe chambers and Vanderwall during the course of season. Though I do think Chambers began to progress as a, as a passer Williams just to me, looks like maybe a little bit more of a natural thrower. So,
0: well, um, that, um, that's going to be interesting. Uh, but, um, I tell you what, uh, move, let's transition here. Uh, not only are we going to a bowl game, but, uh, as a, this is Thursday. So yesterday, uh, was uh, national signing day for the early signing period. And uh, let's see, did we get 18 or 19 signed yesterday?
1: Uh, they actually got 18 yesterday and they added an additional commitment or signing, I should say, today uh, when the kid out of um, a project kid, but when they feel very good about, about the future because they feel like he's very athletic, uh, Emmanuel Pregnon out of Denver, Colorado, Thomas Jefferson High School. He's six six. And he's athletic. He's going to be a little bit of. He's an offensive tackle. He's going to be a little bit of a, a project. But I think the Cowboys have so much depth on the offensive line and experience coming back. They can give this guy a couple of years to develop. So he was the nineteenth. A uh, player added uh, that they actually have 19 players and a guy still committed to him that hasn't signed. And that's Charles Smith.
0: I was going to ask fancy. about him.
1: Yep. And he's still on the fence, uh, whether he's going to come to Wyoming. He may very well wait to the later signing period. What ended up happening with him is he was committed to Wyoming, then Purdue and Washington State came in with offers. I was talking to somebody. Recently, and they felt his parents uh, were really, really. Maybe it was McKinney or somebody. I, somebody mentioned it today. I don't know. Remember who that was now. So his mom and mom was really into Wyoming uh, football, uh, into the program, and really wanted her son to go there. So we'll see what happens with him.
0: Yeah, well, the parents have a big influence, that's for sure. And um, uh, but you want to you want a guy to come to your school. Play football because he wants to be here, not because he, uh, to my reasoning, not because he couldn't get a better offer or we're the last choice or whatever. You really want somebody to come here and really want to be here. So, uh, you know, uh, I hope the young man uh, works it out and uh, and it would be really great if uh, he could come to Laramie, but I really want him to come to Laramie. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I think he likes, uh, based on a lot of what he said in his articles rivals.com did interviews with him he was a very loved his trip to laramie and really liked her coaching staff too so i don't think he was just doing it for his mom necessarily because mom may help but i think he's just trying to look at some other offers and if he decides to come to wyoming i guess that's where he belongs
0: yeah well that's true i mean uh i mean those are pretty big programs so you know there's nothing to sneeze at um and, uh, you know, when those big boys come in at the last second, uh, I mean, we've lost some kids to Nebraska last couple of years at the last second, I think.
1: We've also had some players the last couple of years that have stuck with Wyoming. Uh, Rome Weber would have been one, I think. Uh, Titus Swinn uh, and Alfonso Andrews or another. So we've had guys that have stayed stayed with us late in the process, too. So, you know, it's kind of a mixed bag. You're going to lose some players. But I think generally the C- coach Bull staff's done pretty well, because when you follow the the verbal commitments through the year, it seems like a lot of these players are sticking with Wyoming. We may lose a player or two at tops, but I think most of these guys are staying staying on board. So.
0: Now, we had one kid from Gillette. Um, uh, he signed. So we have one Wyoming uh, scholarship player. Uh, imagine Caleb
1: Driscoll. Yeah, Caleb Driscoll. I
0: imagine we're going to get some walk-ons as well. I think uh, absolutely bowl is uh, uh, amenable to uh, walk-ons, Wyoming walk-ons. So uh, that's good. And uh, it looks like this. Colorado had like six and then we have six
1: and we could get more from Colorado we still have seven scholar or actually take that back Uh, we have six scholarships left so but we did get six uh, really good players out of Colorado they all look good I mean they all many of them committed early so they're very committed to Wyoming Uh, the one guy that really stands out to me um, is Braden Siders out of Arvada. I think he and and then the Cameron Smith out of Parker I think they have a chance to be pretty good football players, very similar to some of the, you know, those type of defensive linemen that we've recruited out of Colorado in the past, a Garrett crawl type player, perhaps. So I, you know, I'm just projecting these guys right now, but you know, I, th- I think Wyoming did well well in Colorado this year.
0: Yeah. And, uh, we had some Californians and, uh, some Midwest, uh, Midwestern, uh, guys. So, uh, pretty much inside our, um, uh, uh, inside our uh, recruiting uh, footprint. Now, there was that one kid that came up from Pennsylvania and kind of freaked me out. I was like, Pennsylvania? But it turns out he was a Denver kid, right?
1: Uh, you might be talking about Keshawn Taylor, maybe? Or yeah, he
0: Isaac. was... He was on his recruiting thing, he's, he was on some kind of school out in Pennsylvania. But I understand that yeah. uh, he's a, really a Denver kid that just went out there to play his senior year or something.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That, that I think you're right about that now, come to think of it. Yeah. So uh, he's he's familiar with, with this part of the country. Uh, you know, the kid that uh, Jim and Ness brought up out of Houston, and I really cannot— pronounce this guy's name, but double <laughs> yeah. O. His last name is Omo Cho or something like that out of Houston. And uh, Jim was talking about Coach Bull very excited about this guy. He's a defensive end, uh, extremely athletic player. Um, and he's a guy that could come in and be very – an immediate impact guy right away so i i think he's he's one guy to really watch out to could be maybe a budding superstar in the future
0: well i'm gonna have to start practicing his name now it's not like kevin and uh dave walsh you know <laughs> they're yeah. gonna really have to learn how to pronounce his name
1: well i'm sure coach bull it, it, he listened to his teleconferences and he or his uh video shows and stuff he it, it, teases himself because sometimes he can't pronounce certain players' names, and I think he'll probably end up calling that guy a nickname, so.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Well, well, well. You know, we've been at this uh, for a lot longer than we usually are, so uh, I don't... um I don't know if we should, uh, uh, there's probably a lot more we could talk about, but, uh, you know, somebody listening to this is probably saying, when are you guys going to get over? You know, so (laughs) they go on and on and on. So I guess uh, it's about time. And uh, I, um, uh, I, uh, being that the game is on New Year's Eve, uh, I thought this would be a little uh, appropriate to play a little bit of this. Oh Zai. End of the 2019. And we're taking it out with a bowl game. And um, this is going to be the last podcast for a Cowboy Roundtable that I, I am assuming. We might do a special, but uh, so I want to thank everybody who's uh, tuned in and listened to the podcast. I want to thank you, Ian, and all the other guys for contributing.
1: Thank you, Jeff. I appreciate it. It's been a very interesting, uh, season. Um, a lot of fun, a lot of memories. Um, looking forward to the bowl game. I think we'll have more memories here before the end of the year, even though the year's ticking down and, and, uh, look forward to next year. Um, cause I think next year we can go into next season with a lot of, uh, optimism.
0: So, well, very good. So I guess, uh, let's, uh, get this thing going and, uh, there's our crowd. This is the Cowboy Roundtable. I'm your host, Jeff Fry. I want to thank Ian McMacken for joining us. Jim Inest was here. I also want to thank Doug Friesen for uh, talking, uh, giving us some pointers on the game. Cowboy Roundtable is a production of Jackalope Ridge Media, LLC, all rights reserved.